Alright, welcome back to Cusp of Coffee. I'm Johan de Klerk, a final year dental student. And I'm Oes Adam, a third year dental student. And welcome to another week. Uh, I think, Uwes, you should start us off this week, as it seems like things at your end didn't seem to quite go as planned, so tell us all about that. Yeah, so basically, on my end, there's kind of something to report on, but also not much to report on. So basically, I had what was scheduled for this week was my orthodontics block, essentially where we learn how to like bend wires and make appliances and stuff that all fit together to form a retainer. But that was supposed to be the entire week. But due to unforeseen circumstances, the entire thing got uh, canceled. I won't go into too much detail, but basically it got canceled and I was stuck at home the entire week. Um, And because the entire week was supposed to be for this block week, so lectures at campus on ortho and then mainly just the entire day doing the practical part, there was sort of no other like stuff scheduled. There's no clinic scheduled. There's no other modules scheduled because it's a block week. And so basically because I was at home this entire week, I had like nothing to really do. And it was kind of weird because like when you get into like the swing of things, like you're just sort of going at a hundred percent and now it was like in the middle of like it was two weeks into the semester now and it's like a week of just nothing and sure there are tests upcoming like literally next week i'm writing a test but like out of the blue i couldn't just start studying because my mind wasn't even in that that zone and so i kind of found myself in like a weird space where i kind of was having a break from dentistry when it wasn't even really a holiday and it kind of made me think like somebody like me and I'm sure like even you, like we, a lot of our lives are kind of dental related. Like our hobby is making videos about dental school. So like we go to dental school, our hobby is making videos about dental school. Then we have a side business where we do things related to dentistry. Then we have a podcast where we talk about dental school and dentistry. So like your entire life is kind of just like surrounded by teeth, you know? It's like you, the tongue, in the middle of the dental <laughs> arch. Like it's a... like just teeth everywhere. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> yeah, it's a mad Let's image, I know. <laughs> and so, like, this week, there was just, like, uh, like, I didn't make a video. I had a video done already for my page, so I just uploaded that. Um, the whole week, there was just, like, nothing really dentistry-related. And it was kind of, like, refreshing at a time. Like, I kind of told myself, okay, you know what? When am I ever going to get this opportunity again? Like, after this, it's going to go one way. So let me just take a breather and just not do anything dentistry related, kind of refresh. And I think it worked because, like, as the week wrapped up, I started studying for my next test, which is a microbiology test. And I'm kind of feeling like the info is just flowing in a lot easier than it did maybe, like, at the end of last semester where I was burnt out. And so, like, I kind of was thinking a lot about how you need to take time for yourself. Like, you need to just be able to, like, give your brain a reset because you're working it so hard all the time. And you're always thinking about this one topic, just like teeth, 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 teeth. And sometimes that's, you know, that's that's not good. Like, you need to take a break. You need to expand and do other things. And it's Mm. nice to have a hobby. I can't really relate because my hobby is, like, making videos about dental school. But it's kind of nice to have a hobby that's outside of that, you know could be something yeah. like gym, could be something like going for walks, could be like reading a book, doesn't matter, like 
just something that's not related to dental school playing a sport even that helps mm-hmm. like something like that and in this week i kind of experienced that because i don't usually experience that but this week i kind of experienced that because i was just like not doing anything on the dental buzz and it kind of gave me like a renewed sense of like purpose or energy like i'm excited to get back into it knowing mm-hmm. that okay i took the time i'm not feeling like I'm so stuck in dental school. I just wish I had time and I'm just hating the fact that I don't have time. It's kind of like I exhausted all of my time now and I'm like, okay, and now I want to work. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of, um, it's almost like the thing of sometimes you just need to empty your head out entirely before you can really fill it up with stuff again. Mm. And I think yeah when there's constantly like things just going in and out um it's like now it's this test or now it's that assignment or you know this block week is coming up or you know like what do i need to do for this patient like there's always something and yeah i think uh you kind of raise an interesting point where it's like for us dentistry is like a big part of you know our day to day our week by week like it just takes up a lot of our time and kind of our um mental energy mental space also yeah and i think yeah i mean i think for most dental students i think especially as you keep going into the later years um it does have this tendency to just kind of take over your life like it almost becomes more of a lifestyle thing Mm. than like the thing that you study you know it's almost the thing you use to um use as an identifier because it's just it's such a big part of like who you are and what you do like I went to a wedding this weekend and like it's literally a wedding. No one there is a dentist and yet I still found myself talking about dentistry the whole time, you know, because that's the the thing that my brain defaults to pretty much at all times just because there's always something that needs doing or that's happening in dentistry. But I think in your case where it was almost sort of like a forced step back it's actually nice like like you said the the first part is also weird because it's like oh what do i do with myself now yeah or like you know what do i what do i think about now but it reminds you that like oh there's like a life (laughs) you know outside (laughs) of the hospital and like most people actually go their entire lives without really worrying about teeth that much you know (laughs) so it's like it just gives you a bit of perspective again yeah and it's like also like you just uh, usually like you you're at school like you're at dental school like in the hospital the entire day and you come home and you usually have something to do an assignment to work on most likely a test to write and i I notice even with you and me we kind of work on this week to week thing it's like this week I'm studying for this test. Then next week I'm studying for that test. And then that the entire week, it's kind of like these mini study sessions after you come back from the hospital preparing mm-hmm. for a test. And unless there's no test that week, that's kind of your entire schedule. And so when you have a week where you're not writing a test, you still maybe have clinics, but when you come back, it's kind of like you feel a little bit more like some part of the day belongs to you and not to this mm-hmm. this thing that you do. You know, like... Um, it's like this week I'm studying now so like I have to study so I'm writing the test on Wednesday so Monday when I come back I'm studying Tuesday when I come back I'm studying Wednesday I'm writing when I come back on Wednesday 
I need to start studying for the next week's test. And the same goes for that following week. But after that, I have a week where I'm not writing. And that week kind of becomes like a luxury week because I don't mm. have to study when I come home. I still have to go to the hospital yeah. and spend like hours and hours there. But when I come home, I at least have a little bit of time on my own. And that's like, it's just so beneficial sometimes because you can sort of, you appreciate your time a lot more and you're a lot more mm. like specific about what you spend your free time doing instead of like, like, I mean, this week I was at home, I had all the free time. I was just doing anything and everything, like whatever I wanted. And it almost felt like, like illegal to do it because usually time yeah. is like this. It's like this currency that, and as you get along and you're doing more theory and more clinics, like it becomes more of this precious thing. And like now I just had mm. so much of it. It's like I put a cheat code in the game and I just got unlimited currency and I could just buy everything. And I was like, mm, it, it, it feels more special when you have less of it. And I'm not saying I like to have less, but you get what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It, it forces you to, to appreciate it because you know, well, like you're very aware that, oh, I'm spending my time in that me doing an hour on thing A means that I'm not, that I can't spend that hour on thing B or thing C. Like you're very aware of like the opportunity cost of everything the whole time when you don't have a lot of time because it's like yeah you just realize i only have so many hours in a day i literally even though i really want to do mm. all this stuff i literally physically cannot do everything so you need to start choosing yeah you know yeah and like you have to be a lot more like specific about what you actually get to do with your time and it's like those small things that you kind of would do normally like you just kind of you sort of like shift all those things away and you focus on what you actually really want to do um but like i said a lot of the times my free time gets taken up by dental related things you know making the podcast or making a video or something like that and it's yeah. not like i don't enjoy it i wouldn't be doing it i mean we both wouldn't be doing it if we actually enjoy if we didn't actually enjoy it but it's nice sometimes to take a full break mm -hmm. away from just the teeth but how are things on uh on your side yeah, on this side, um, I think for the m most part, I had like the the opposite week compared to yours in that my week was extremely routine, like nothing, yeah. <laughs> you know, abnormal. Um, so yeah, a lot of just routine clinics, routine procedures, um, not any like wild procedures for the most part. Um, and yeah, I just made some good progress on like a number of like graduation requirements. But there were two days mm. uh, in particular that like stood out for me this week. And I think once again, they just do a good job of showing the kind of up and down nature of dental school. Um, so this was the, the Monday and the Friday. So on Monday, I saw uh, my final patient for the year for endo for his first visit. Oh, damn. Um, but technically not the patient's first visit because this patient was actually my first endo patient at the start of the year. Um, so at the start Yo. of the year, <laughs> I needed to do this patient's one six, and now I need to do the patient's two six. So it was very interesting to kind of go through all of those motions again realizing how much I've learned since the last time because the 
root canal on that one six, when I was looking at the file, I saw it took me four visits to do that root canal. And I remember just struggling a whole lot in terms of like getting access, um, just figuring out the anatomy of the tooth, just, you know, getting vision, getting an idea of what working links are like on a molar, you know, how to take radiographs, all that kind of stuff. Um, just because the complexity mm. of a, of doing an endo on a molar is so much higher compared to like premolars or anteriors. But on this visit, because I've spent months at this point fighting for my life in endo, <laughs> I managed to do um, almost like more than half of what I needed to do to get to obturation in that first visit already, which means I did like basically two and a half visits worth of work compared to like the, the first time I was working on this patient um, in just like those those two to three hours um, that I was working on the T6. So that was a really like a gratifying experience to see how, to like physically see um, how kind of my own skill has improved over the course of the past few months because mm. it's basically, because it's the same patient and everything, um, it's basically the exact same tooth. It's obviously just on the other side of the mouth, but the whole, like everything about it is pretty much exactly the same as what I remember from the one six. But this time uh. everything is just flowing. And every time I come up against an obstacle, I now immediately know how to solve it because, yeah, you know, I struggled with the one six, I struggled with a few other teeth from other patients that also had like kind of similar issues. So uh, my kind of problem solving ability was on a whole an another level compared to like February of this year, you know, and it was just mm. really uh, motivating to like see that progress. Cause obviously as you go throughout the year, um, you do obviously notice progress. You see it in your clinical marks going up. You see yourself doing the procedures a bit quicker, a bit more efficiently, all that kind of stuff. But this was such a vivid example of it being the exact same patient that by the time... Yeah, the same patient. Yeah, that yeah. by the time I dismissed the patient um, and sent them home for the day, I just had like this massive smile on my face because I just felt like... It just <laughs> felt like a winner, you know? I was like, dang, here's this thing that like was really beating me down at the start of the year and that I was so terrified of. And now it's not that it's easy, but I feel like confident about it, you know? So that was like a very good start to the week. I was like, yes, you know, this is going to be a good week. <laughs> that is the best start to the week that you could have. <laughs> I was like, this is going to be a good week in dental school, which is obviously the wrong thing to say. Oh no. Because you just jinxed it. <laughs> Because on Friday, <laughs> um, yeah, things things went a little bit sideways. So on Friday, we wrote perio and oral medicine in the morning. And this whole week, it's that, that schedule you just described. If you go to clinics, you come home, you study. That's it, you know. So this whole week, I'm studying, I'm studying, I'm studying. Um, especially oral medicine is like a bit wild. So I was like, okay, you know, like 
go through all the work properly. I'm like memorizing all these prescriptions. And, you know, I get to Friday, I'm feeling good. And somehow during the studying process, I had missed one of the case studies uh, that they like uploaded prior to the test. And the only oral medicine question in the entire test was literally just that case study. It was just a, a rehash of that case study. So <laughs> Murphy's Law. I, obviously, so I walk obviously. out of that. So literally, I, I didn't know what to fill in um, because it was like a very sp- like uh, specific pathology that tends to masquerade as something else. Um, so I diagnosed it as like mm. the other thing, right? And then I walk out and everyone is like, oh, I'm so glad I did that case study. Otherwise, I would have gotten zero for that question. And I was just like, hmm. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it would suck to, be, suck to be that person, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Yo, that, that walking out and discussing the paper afterwards can go so wrong. Yeah, it can go so wrong. So I just felt Damn. so disappointed and frustrated because I was at a point where I was going to promote the period exam at the end of the year but now because of that yeah my marks have completely tanked for period so i now wait so did you get the did you get the result already no but just going off of peer math i know <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not gonna happen um but most likely so i felt uh, very disappointed and frustrated because i was like because i missed this one thing i now have to go and write an entire exam on three years worth of work. So I was just like, Johan, what the hell? Yeah, I was just so mad at myself the whole day. Yeah. Um, and I'm like going through lectures and, it, and everything. I'm like steaming and I'm like, okay, okay. Like, you know, just, just get your head back on straight um, because I had an afternoon clinic and my afternoon clinic, wouldn't you know it, is Crown and Bridge, my favorite, my favorite clinic. Your favorite. So, <laughs> um, the, the saga continues because this is the same patient from the previous episode where I finally managed oh to goodness. do a temp crown. And um, apparently I did too good of a job on the temp crown because that thing did not want to come out. And I'm like <laughs> fighting for it's my... either it falls off or it doesn't want to come off. There's no So I'm like fighting for my life trying to get this thing out. I call the supervisor, the supervisor is struggling, like, and eventually we're just slowly breaking away at this crown, but it's not coming out. And then, uh, to kind of add on to the chaos, our suction unit system, however it works, it just completely broke and water just started flooding the ward. So there was just water everywhere. Suction wasn't working, so you couldn't drill or anything. So we're like kind of waiting to see what happens. And eventually we're like, okay, let's just move down to one of the other floors where the suction is still working. So get all my stuff. We move down. And once we're downstairs, I decide, okay, the only way to get out this crown is to literally just like try and drill it into pieces and then... The, yeah. the supervisor took like Section a up. ultrasonic scaler and like scaled out the, the parts of the crown until eventually the little metal post just like fell out. Um, so by the time we got this uh, temp crown out, I was now 
already like past 3 p.m. Session started at 2 p.m. And mm. by 4 p.m., everyone wanted to be out because, you know, Friday afternoon. Um, yeah. So eventually, I'm like inside the tooth, right? I have access to everything. Everything's nice and clean. I took out all the cement. And the supervisor hands me an impression post because the main thing I want to do in that session is just to take an impression um, of like the post space to send that to the lab so that mm. the lab can fabricate like a post and core that I can then cement back into the tooth at the next visit. Um, but to kind of give the lab an idea of what that post space looks like, you need to put in an impression post that comes out of the impression. And so I'm trying to put in this yeah, impression yeah. post and it's like, it's not fitting. It's not going in, but I assumed like I'm the problem and I didn't want to ask the supervisor because <laughs> I already felt a bit stupid over the fact that this temp crown didn't yeah. want to come out. So I'm like trying to push this thing in, but it's the typical, like, you know, uh, like square block round hole situation where it's, it's not like, there's no way to make oh, it work. This is not going in. And yeah, eventually I'm like, okay. So I call the supervisor, swallow my pride. He looks at it. He starts laughing. He's like, oh, sorry. I handed you the wrong one. And I was like, ah, oh, my <laughs> word. <laughs> you know, just, I'm already under like time pressure. And now I'm just like wasting my own time like this. Um, so I put the other one in, goes right in. I was like, oh, okay, easy. And then I tried to get the impression material I wanted to use that I had like prepped on and it wasn't there or well, it wasn't on that floor where we were working. It was mm. still upstairs. So they instead, they handed me something called polyvinyl siloxane um, that apparently they use it in postgrad a lot. And it comes as like, it comes in two parts. One is like this little purple fluid and the other part is like this yellow yeah. putty and you use them together to like take the impression. Oh, yes. But I had never used it before. Um, the I only saw it like two times prior. So once was back in Preklin, which is in Feb. And the other time was like two months ago. Uh, I saw it being used in like a private practice when I was shadowing mm. the one day. So at this point, you know, like I'm already like under under the time pressure of the Friday afternoon situation and the staff in the ward were all like getting restless. They were all telling us to like hurry up, hurry up. They want to go. Because they wanted to go, which is, yeah. I mean, it's fair. Um, but yeah, in that moment, it didn't help much <laughs> for like my stress levels. Um, but eventually, like the moment arrives, the supervisor helped me to syringe like the the pink purple liquid onto the impression post and all around the tooth. And then the assistant nurse handed me the, the yellow impression putty. So I sent up like a little prayer <laughs> and I took the impression and, and just tried to get like an even force all around you yeah. know, the usual stuff, just checking that the material was coming out nicely around the sides of the tray. I kind of treated it like an alginate impression. It was just like kind of a very hard yeah. alginate impression. Um, but after that, I now just basically had to sit and wait for the material to set. Like there wasn't much else I could do. So while I was sitting there, I just stay out the window and I just decided to take like a bit of a breath. 
I look over at my supervisor. He's just like chilling on his phone on a chair nearby. Like he's completely forgotten about <laughs> me. Um, <laughs> and, and like, as I'm sitting there, I just reminded myself that like, you know what, even though the day hasn't gone to plan at all, at least like it was still a Friday. I had mm. a weekend ahead of me. I could go for a run after to like clear my head. And I was just sitting there like waiting for this material to sit. And I was just like, you know what? Like life is still good. Like that's, let me try not to ruin my whole Friday <laughs> just because like the work day maybe yeah. wasn't perfect, yeah. you know? So at this point I'm like kind of at peace. I try to get the impression material out, but in the back of my head, I'm like, whatever happens, <laughs> happens, <laughs> you know, like if it's, if it doesn't come out right, I'm just giving it over to the supervisor. I don't care anymore. Um, like, you know, I'm just at yeah, peace yeah. at this point. So took it out, gave it to the supervisor. He looked at it. He didn't say a word. So I'm just like, I'm already preparing to, to like get yeah, in the materials <laughs> so you can take it. But then right before, like, I start going, he just looks at me and he goes, like, Johan, like, this is excellent, man. Oh, damn. And the the amount of dopamine <laughs> that flooded my body <laughs> in that moment was yeah. crazy. Like, there are a few things in life as satisfying as just, like, pushing through a hard time and just seeing it come together in the end after, like, months of just constantly struggling in crown and bridge to now slowly like getting these procedures under my belt and increasing yeah like you know my own scope of practice it's just really rewarding like it's really fulfilling and so even though the friday didn't go amazingly well as a whole at the end of the day i still managed to get at least one yeah. win and i just decided to like take it and run with it because sometimes that's all you can do. Like you're going to get beat down, but when you get the wins, take them, recognize them, and then just like use them as motivation. The next time you're struggling through something, mm, you know, so that was kind of my, you know, my end of week struggle, but also like my end of week kind of take yeah. home lesson from everything. But I, I feel like it happens so much where you kind of like, you hit these little bumps, but sometimes especially in the clinic and I've I mean I haven't been long in the clinic I've been like maybe six months now you know actively working in the clinic and I've already had so many of those days where like you already start out and then something goes wrong very early on and you think to yourself okay it's one thing it's fine and then like you keep going and these things just keep happening you know and like you just start getting more and more and more worked up and frustrated and like let alone if you walk in there already frustrated like for example with you and this test like if something like that happened to me and I was already frustrated because of that mm. and then you walk in the clinic and like I mean at Tigerberg it's a constant struggle with like it's like you're guaranteed to have a problem your chair is most likely not going to work I mean you were there you saw like the thing doesn't work the water is not working um, like the most relatable thing you said was the suction stopped working because like that happens so much and all these things like whether it's stuff that's in your control or even out of your control they just start to like work on you and it gets to a certain point in the session where you kind of like have to make that choice and a lot of the times I won't lie like I kind of just in my mind I kind of just write the session off and I'm like oh it's fine it's an hour and everything's gone mm -hmm. wrong it's done I'll try again tomorrow 
I just need to survive. But I feel like, you know, you saying what you said now, like taking that moment to kind of just be like, you know what? I can't let this ruin my whole session or my even my whole day. Like I need to just sort of compartmentalize this mm. and just say it is what it is and just go with it. That's very difficult to do mm. um, because especially when things are just not going well, you know, you at the end of that session, you had a little win that kind of like, like it was like a downward trend and then it just spiked up a little bit. But sometimes it doesn't happen mm. and it's just a complete downward trend. Yeah, you don't get that. <laughs> and you leave there just feeling defeated and then you have to go home and study. <laughs> and it's just like one mm. one disaster after mm. the next and you sort of have to force yourself to create that little spike on your own buzz, like your own terms, like push yourself up there. Mm. And yeah, that can be difficult. Um, speaking from experience, that can be very difficult. <laughs> yeah, so actually, um, kind of to round up the episode, I really wanted to chat a little bit about like, I guess negativity in dental school. I feel like especially with my group now with the final years maybe because you know we're in the final stretch and everyone is just really burnt out and stuff i feel like mm. the the kind of negativity in the wards and the classroom and stuff like is extremely prevalent and i've been trying mm. like my best not to let it get to me but then obviously you have like your own struggles that you need to go through and then like it like you said like eventually it kind of builds up and it starts getting to you so yeah. What are kind of ways that you keep yourself upbeat or you don't, you know, like, or like you find ways to keep going despite being knocked down? Obviously, we talk a lot about like kind of acknowledging that it, it's all a learning opportunity, but still like it's, it sucks. Like the feeling still sucks. Gets, yeah. So how do you, how do you kind of, you know, keep the smile, I guess? <laughs> Look, I... I, I feel like some days if you catch me, I mean, overall, I'm a very, like, very, like, extroverted, loud type of person. But some days you'll catch me and I, I'll just be, like, quiet because I'm just trying not to combust and implode after, like, a really bad day. And on those days when mm. there's just a lot of negativity and it sometimes, you know, it does also, like, peak, you know, with the people you surround yourself with. And you have to, like, I mean, you have to sort of like draw the line be like I need to like acknowledge that I'm being negative about everything and then like just stop like this is for example like there's a certain mm. point where like especially when it comes to like test season um, that's when you notice everybody's negativity is peaking because everyone is just fed up with mm. the fact that they have burnt out of studying and they still have clinics and they still have lab work to do and they still have assignments to do and they're just like Everyone is like at each other's throats because we're all just fed up. And the ways I kind of like mm. navigate that is, I suppose, like like what I said earlier, like taking a breather, that helps a lot, um, especially to like refocus your mind because it's like if you stay stuck in it the entire time, you kind of lose like the plot and you can't really see anything until you step out of it. And then you see, oh, mm. uh, okay, it's not that bad, like it's okay. Like I can see the end, you know, I can see my way out of it and sort of like plotting your way out and like having a day planner or like a month planner, 
sort of writing it down so that you can see, okay, here's mm. where it ends. It's not like it's going to go on forever because that's a lot of the times why people become negative is because they associate this difficult period with being the constant or the norm. But it's not like that. Like, like I told you, like you have a week where you just have to study yeah. the whole week and then maybe the next week you don't have to study as much, you know? So kind of use that as fuel, you know, look forward mm. to something. Um, then obviously the basic de-stressing thing is going to gym, going out with friends, that helps a lot. Um, kind of like focusing on things that don't have mm. anything to do with dentistry. And ultimately, I think even though it's difficult and it's sometimes cheesy to say it, like you need to think about like the end goal and why you're actually doing it. Um, and we mentioned this before, like if you mm. don't enjoy what you're doing, you can't get through it. Like, especially something like dentistry, it's it's difficult. It's a difficult course. We all knew that. And if we didn't know that already in first year, we found that out. Like, it's difficult. And you need to somehow just remind yourself mm -hmm. that, like, you want to be a dentist. That's the goal here. Like, you, you don't, like, my goal isn't to become mm -hmm. a fourth year or to become a fifth year. My goal is to become a dentist. Like, all those other things, that's just, getting to there so yeah mm -hmm. when i have to study like so much of microbiology that like i don't really care about or so much of like systemic pathology that i just like really couldn't give two rats asses about like i need to somehow <laughs> just do it because i know it's going to get me to that final goal and being negative about it and just hating it the entire time even though i find myself doing that i'm not perfect but doing that it just it just gets you stuck in this whirlpool and then you don't get to that final goal. So yeah, like all a combination of those things. And a lot of the time it doesn't work, but you know what, we, we try our best. <laughs> yeah, I feel like um, something I've been thinking about recently is just this kind of adage of you tend to find what you're looking for. And so if you're constantly looking for reasons to be miserable, mm -hmm. like chances are pretty high you'll be miserable every single day <laughs> because no day is perfect especially if you are dental students yeah. you know <laughs> and i feel like um like yeah. there was a sentiment i heard this week that i really like it stuck with me it stuck in my head um where one of my classmates we were all just sitting and then just i don't know um the person just said like oh i hate this place and like you hear that comment sometimes, but like on that day, it just kind of stuck with me. And immediately my, my brain was just kind of like, what do you mean? It's just a building. Like it's, it's just a bunch of bricks mm. and there's people inside yeah. of it. You know, it's not this malevolent organization built with like the single life purpose of making you miserable. It's just a building, you know? And I feel like mm. sometimes like yeah. happiness really is a choice in dental school it's not always the easiest choice but it's still a choice like damn i've been in dental school for almost six years now it's hard as hell trust me i get it <laughs> you know but at some point i feel like you gotta make this decision mm. of yeah. am i going to take responsibility for my own life or am i going to leave it up to other people and then complain when reality doesn't match up to my expectation like it, that just doesn't make sense and i feel like it's just it doesn't um it's not going to mm. work out 
if you blame all your negativity on dental school, you know, because it's like you're not really taking responsibility for any of your feelings. And it's like, how do you expect to kind of get yourself in a better place when your feelings are just dictated by outside stuff the whole time? Obviously, when a session goes poorly, it's or like a test goes poorly, it's flipping frustrating. Like on Friday, I was like I said, I was I was just beating myself up the whole time after that test. Like I just wasn't having a good morning at Mm. all. Like just you know, stuff gets to you. Life happens. But then later on, when I was sitting there, I was waiting for the impression material. I was like, listen, I have a choice here. Either like my Friday is ruined because of a thing that happened this morning or I can just choose to accept it as like a crappy thing that happened in an otherwise good day you know like it is a choice but like it's not always the easy choice Mm. yeah and I I think it's also it's important for people to understand what we're talking about here is like we're not saying that you're not allowed to be or to feel these negative things. It's just about how you go about it. Because I've also noticed, and I'm sure you can also relate, a lot of the time people bond over like negativity, like misery loves company. That thing just like comes out a lot um, mm-hmm. because people are constantly just like bonding over the fact that they're both exhausted. They're both just tired. They're both just like, you know, and while to a certain extent, I do understand that it feels like, I think people do that. We all do that sometimes because it makes us feel like I'm not the only one struggling. And Mm. um, if you sometimes meet somebody who has a positive attitude about it and everyone else is negative, you kind of get annoyed at that person because you're like, we know you're struggling also. Don't act. Mm. You know what I mean? But Mm. it gets to a point where you're sort of self-indulging too much in it. Mm. Um, Like, you know, around exam time, yeah, everyone's going to be down. Everyone's going to be negative. Everyone's going to be stressed. It's fine, you know, do your thing, complain after the paper that it was a junk paper, complain all the time, it's fine. But there's a certain point where it's just like, it needs to stop. Like, if mm. you're doing it every single day, um, trust me, Tigerberg is an easy hospital to hate. It's falling apart, things are broken. <laughs> I walk in there and I'm like, yo, I hate this place. Like, <laughs> but you can't like, you can't do that every day. Like, like you said, you need to take sort of, control of your own emotions and your own sort of outlook on things because it is what it is like yeah there's no decal on the entire floor but we need to deal with that like there's you can't control it so you might as well just deal with it and if we all just like Mm. continue to like get sucked into this this negative whirlpool of just being negative all the time and blaming everything on dental school like, I have no life because of dental school. I have no friends because of dental school. I have stress because, like, nah, that's like, you have stress because you're letting it stress you out to the certain, to, to an extent where you're not controlling it or you're not trying mm. to control it. And there's things you can do to do, to like, to, to remedy that. And yeah, I think in the long run, it's a five year degree. Um, you kind of only start to feel like this when you get to maybe second or third year, but nipping it in the bud as quick as you can or trying your hardest to have that positive outlook it'll only benefit you in the long run Mm. yeah for me um so like ash and i um my clinical partner Mm. we you know we're pretty open about like when you have a bad session or like whatever happens at the hospital you know that maybe wasn't 
great. You know, we're big on like just feeling what you're feeling, you know? Yeah. Of like, you know, it's like, okay, this thing happened. I'm upset about it. So like, then you kind of allow yourself to like feel that. And you're like, okay, you know what? I am upset about this thing. So I'm going to be upset now for the next minute, you know? But like, like, I think you put it very nicely where it's like, there does come a point where it just becomes a bit like overindulgent. And it's like, at some point you got to snap yourself out of it. Cause it's like, you know, like life is for the living. There's stuff to do and you can't like look at the world through these lenses of like, my life is terrible because of this degree that I signed up for anyway. Um, exactly. Exactly. So what we do, um, Ash and I on most days, uh, when we walk out of the hospital and especially nowadays, um, by the time we leave the hospital, like it's already dark because we tend to stay for overtime and obviously because it's winter, like it's just pitch dark by the time we leave. Mm. And we, we do this thing where as we're walking out, one of us will just go another day in paradise, you know? Yeah. And it's just, it's this kind of tongue in cheek thing because obviously like it was a hard day's work, but at the same time, like there've been days where like, I'll, you know, I'll just feel like I, I really went through it today and we'll walk out and like, despite the hard day, I'll kind of, you know, I'll smile to myself and I'll be like, ah, another day in paradise. And in that <laughs> moment, I'm like, you know what? Like I'm choosing to be happy. And it's kind of like a bit of a breath of fresh air. And it's like, even though I just left the hospital, it's almost like the second wind for the rest of the evening where it's like, okay, I can choose to reset. Like there's still many hours left in the day. I'm not going to let whatever thing happened earlier, just like completely control my day, you know? Mm. Yeah. I feel like that's like, like when you walk out and you say, after a really good day, another day in paradise, it's like, you mean it. Like it was a really good day in Mm. paradise. (laughs) And some days you walk out and it's a really bad day and you say another day in paradise, it's like a bit sarcastic, but ultimately you're still doing what you want to do in life. Like Mm. you're still becoming a dentist. Like that's what you want to do. So it is in a way, quote unquote, paradise, because it's what you want to be doing. And it's what we all want to be doing. And we're all going through the same thing, you know? No one's saying, Mm. don't be negative. Like, no one's saying, have a bad day and just smile and be like, that was great. Like, that's not human. Like, that's, there's something wrong with you then. They need to get checked out. Like, like, you know, have the bad emotions, like, feel what you're feeling, acknowledge it, and then just move on. Mm. Yep. But that's basically it from my side. Anything else you need to add? I think that's... uh... That's a good sentiment to end this episode on. So what's uh, what's next up on your kind of block week schedule? So because the block week got canceled this week, um, it's basically um, they still have to reschedule it, but the timetable is moving on as planned. And so I'm finally going back into the clinics now this next week. Um, my first session uh, of this next week is going to be back in the Pros Clinic. So uh, that can go either good or really bad. There's oh. no in between. Um, and I'm starting essentially my... Th- back where it all started. Yeah, back, back there. And I'm starting my third um, my third full, full denture case. So hopefully there'll be a lot nice. of introspection there. Um, you were with me when I delivered my second one. So 
or was it my first? No, you were with me with my first, isn't it? I can't remember. Um, yeah, yeah, back in April. Yeah, I think it was the first one. Yeah, yeah, and so now going back again, it's like the third one. So it's time to see how much I've actually learned. And so on the next episode, I'll obviously be talking about all of my things that's been happening in the clinic because I'm back, back to back to the old ways, <laughs> back to the classic dental school. Yeah, back in action. Watch out, patients. He's coming. <laughs> He's coming back. back. <laughs> what about we? What about you? What's what's next up for you? Next up for me is a lot of everything. Um, yeah, very exciting time. I think within the next two weeks or so, I'm actually gonna be. I'm actually gonna start wrapping up a lot of my graduation requirements. So, a lot of the clinics that are coming up will be some of my last ever clinics in those departments, which is obviously very exciting. So we'll be sure to keep you updated. I'm excited to see what happens with your denture case. But uh, yeah, until the until the next episode.